everybody. What's up? We are live the everywhere. Yep, the L&D Project. Welcome to the L&D Project. I am the L in the equation, otherwise known as the Mexican Chupacabra. This is the D, D in the project, the also Canadian known as the bear. Canadian fucking polar bear. We're coming at you guys live tonight. How's it going? What's going on? We're here talking about real shit. Yep. I'm going to do a dab so we Honest can get going. Been doing, all, do a dab. been doing all kinds of stuff today. I think I've earned myself a little dab. A little so, dab. A little, well, you know, a little big a dab. Me, a, a big dab. little dab, you a know? medium dab or medium well, big You know, dab. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What's going to see? We're live on all of our devices, but I originally, today, I intended to show you, I don't know if you've seen it, The I could probably show it to you on here, um, YouTube Didcot Destruction. Really? I'll have to type it in. But, uh. There was actually a power plant. I don't know where it was, but it, it, it reminded me of the power plant in The Simpsons, you know? Uh-huh. And it's, it's, it's that power plant, and they fucking destroyed it. They, was they it here in the it. States? Or I don't know where it was, but they destroyed it, and it's called the Didcot Power Plant, I believe, or whatever. And then, uh, so the video you got to look up is Didcot Destruction, but it's, it's basically just this. This massive power plant. It looks just like... It, remind, it reminds me of the one on The Simpsons, and they, it's just... It's just falling what was down. Her, what was her town? Uh, Didcot. No. Oh, Springfield. Sim Springfield. The Springfield yeah. nuclear power plant. Yeah. My favorite line from that is uh, they were uh, talking about, like, they didn't want to have kids or whatever, and Homer tells Marge, Marge, I'm sterile, right? And she says, yes, dear, from the power plant. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, I've always thought that was... Uh, yeah, plus you get that. Right here, Didcot Power Station Demolition, right here. Oh, Demolition. Watch this, dude. Oh, my God. Come on, wow. I, I don't want to watch all three minutes of it right here. Didcot. Didcot Demolition. Didcot. You got to watch this. odd dude. name. Where is that? Didcot. That I don't know where Didcot is. That doesn't anymore. sound like a... We're live on all our devices, so I, I can't necessarily Google that for you right now, but... Uh, right. I'm, God, I can't wait to do a dab when we're doing this. It'll be cool. So, yeah, oh, dude, you, you got to watch this, dude. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. Watch this. And I know those of you that are just audio with us, you can't see this, but it's just, it looks, it's but just definitely three, go and look it up. Go and look up Didcot Power Plant Destruction and just, oh, look at, look at that. Whoa. Just massive. Wow. To get that, you know how much. Jesus, to just get those that, massive. Yeah, but do you know how oh. much explosive they had to use to get that type of a precision. Oh my precision God. Drop. Well, just oh my for god! For it to cave in on itself to get that kind. Man, that of, dog is pissed. That dog did not wow. like that at all. Man. He's freaking out. Is what. Look at this is. again. Look, there it is again. Look at all those people that got to see that. That is. Oh, look at that. But look how precise. Oh, look how oh. precise. You don't realize. And then look, they let out one last. Look at the. Smoke each. Look at the power lines. Yeah. Going. Oh yeah! I didn't even notice that. So, yeah, I wanted to show you that because I thought look, that look, was... Look, a different crazy. angle. Oh, I didn't even see all Oh, my these. God, if you didn't know that was going down yeah. and you saw and that... you just saw that, yeah, you'd be like, oh, my on God. On the phone to your mom, mom, back your bed! They just destroyed the power plant! <laughs> yeah, so if you guys haven't seen that video, I highly recommend you look it up. The Didcot Power Plant Destruction. It's absolutely fucking crazy. 
You didn't see that, Dan, but what did you yeah, think about that? That was pretty dope. What got Dark. me is how precise that... I've watched a lot of demolition videos. I just like watching shit Pandora. get blown up. But people, like, there's companies... Stoned already. They, Not yet, but I'm going to work on it for you. There's ya. companies that that's all they do is, is knock down buildings that need to be knocked down. Right, exactly. And they're... They're precise. They're so precise. And that was like, I mean, somebody paid a lot of money to have something like that dropped like that. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah. That was, a, that was like, that was like. And just like you said, it's something I didn't even think of. Just, just the level of precision that it takes to, to drop those like that. Just well, to know the right amount of. And precision means at that precision, something that size. Just bringing something down like that with nobody dying. That's and bringing lot. that all down together nice do like that, really, that is... Yeah, but do you realize the amount of... Dynamite? Dynamite, explosives. Do they still just use dynamite to bring down buildings, or do they use, like, C4 well, or I, something? What, well, we got a I comment it, there. I think it... Dan, you want to read that comment? We got a comment there. I don't want to be leaving anyone out. All right. No, I think uh, it depends on... Uh, are you guys juggalos? <laughs> no, we're uh, not juggalos. No, we're not. I've juggalos. actually never been a big ice or what are they? The ICP, <laughs> right? ICP Insane Clown Posse. Never no. been a big fan of. Nope. Never been a big fan of them. But uh, hey, to each their own, and if that's yeah. your thing, more to you. Yeah. So, uh, but us personally, no, we are not juggalos. But thanks for the question. I'm not even sure with Keep uh, keep on coming with the juggalos. questions. We'd love to hear from you. That was the yeah. first one of the night. And again, no, I don't know, do you want to be a juggalo, maybe? I don't even know what the fuck that is. So. I think that, that's what they call, like, you ever, have you ever heard of that uh, music group, the Insane Clown Posse? Yes. If you're, yep. like, a fan of their music, I guess. You're a juggalo. Or, I guess. I, I'm probably watering it down way more than it actually is, but from my understanding... Well, speaking of insane, have you ever seen those videos of the guys that dress up like scary clowns? And they're going to go, like, scare people, like, random people on the street. And then they catch those brothers down in the parking garage. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. And yeah. the brothers are like, well, that, that reminds well me we of can like, run or we can just fuck these motherfuckers up. And they do, man. They just fuck them Have up. Have you seen the one where that guy puts, uh, like, a, like, a spider costume on his dog? Yes. Yeah, you know, I love that, videos like that. That is awesome because people... Wow. Well, you know, and me wow. and you, we do, we do haunted houses, so I think we naturally like videos like that, where, you know, where we get to see people getting scared and stuff, because uh-huh. I just think we like that. I think, I mean, me personally, I know I myself enjoy being scared. I like the feeling of being scared. I, I like well, I like the adrenaline rush of, of having some in fear. In a controlled put in, you know, environment. You know, I don't, well, yeah, you know, like... Purposely scare, like scaring yourself, like you know, making oh, like scare, like yeah. you know, making yourself scared, you know, inducing that scare, you know, rather in a haunted house or with the movie or you know, witchcraft or whatever. I've done it on my bike shit you like. Yeah, you know, or on a bike, you know, give yourself that adrenaline rush. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. So I think that's for me why I like haunted houses, but I think that's why I like watching those videos too, is because you know, I laugh and I laugh and I laugh because I know the. I know the adrenaline rush that those guys are getting when they're doing that and what they're feeling. They're on cloud nine. They're like, yeah, and we're scaring people. And it's just, it's the best feeling in the world to me. You know what, like, you want true fear? So you're going down the interstate and it's a shitty-ass day. to you guys. It's raining, you're on your bike, you're geared up in your rain gear. 
you're doing an interstate speed, 70, 75 miles an hour, and then <coughs> a semi comes the other way, <coughs> and you just Whoa. get, like, blacked out with There's water. There's a big dab there. Just get whited out with water. Yes, we do. Me and Dan both work in haunted houses. That's actually how we met. I was yep. actually the actor manager, and Dan came down and applied, and I liked him so much, I hired him. Yeah, we haven't done it in a little bit. <coughs> well, I have. Okay. I do it every year. I'm, uh, I like to consider myself one of the best haunted act house actors here in Denver, Colorado. Acting in a haunted house, to me, is all improv acting. It's yeah. all acting. When you think of acting, you think of, like, with a script. Do they pay good? No, you're not gonna. They get don't rich, pay good. No, but it is a shit you ton of fun. You do not get rich acting in haunted it houses. It is a shit ton of fun. It's more about the passion and about the fun. I mean, yeah. back in the day when I very first, I've been doing haunted houses for 13 years. This will be my 14th year this year, and when I very first started, I did it for free. So. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna get rich, but you're gonna have a ton of fun. You're gonna do your. Wow, that you're gonna do your just, fair share of partying. That dab just has my throat on fire. I love it. So, but I mean, to me, acting in a haunted house is all improv acting. I mean, it's all off the top of the head, right? I mean, yeah, at least yes, that's what uh, I've always tried to I teach mean, you everyone. You can have little lines. You don't really have anything written down. You might have a few little lines in your head. Like a couple of go-to lines. In your head, but that's it. And then a lot of times, yeah, it's just improv. And sometimes you'll pick something up that's like really Can cool. you drink and smoke on the job? Uh, we well, used to, me and Dan have some crazy, not, pub- not officially, not publicly, not officially, no you cannot, but you know, but there's you always, out there's go always going to be those bad employees that break the rules, and that was us, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> because you yeah, know, don't, don't, don't do just, what we did, no, you'll get don't, fired, yeah, you do that do now, it. you'll get fired, don't do what we did, <laughs> but you know, <clears throat> excuse me, but when we were doing it, at least for us, it was all about the passion and the fun, so it was awesome to, you know, maybe have a drink, you know, maybe have a smoke, and then go in there and scare people, and I mean, Dan, we've had some crazy times in the haunt, dude. Well, I know, so there would be nights where it would go, uh, you'd be in there for seven hours, seven and hours trust me, act. it's much better to do that for seven hours when you're high. And drunk. On weed, not like, we're not talking. Yeah, not, not like meth or nothing. We're not doing Just like weed and alcohol, weed that's weed it. Weed and alcohol. Weed and alcohol. But uh, you can have a lot of fun <laughs> on some like really good, dank Colorado weed when you're in there for seven hours. And we've got some good stuff here in Colorado. And uh, we did. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. We, f- we scared a lot of people. Yeah. We, I, at least me, myself, I mean, you're married, but... Even me, there towards the end there, I, I had my fair share of fun with girls at the haunt, too, even. It's just... Who didn't? You know, I mean, God. <laughs> what wasn't there? There was weed, there was alcohol, there was girls. Yeah, we it were was, pretty blatant near the end there. I it was pretty bad. Was, it was... And near the uh, end, I was basically running an open bar out of the back of my Jeep. Yeah, but you know what? It, I will say, throughout the midst of all that, sure, we were breaking the rules, and sure, we were partying and drinking and doing... But you know what? We always scared people. We always stayed in our room. We always stayed in our room. We always wow. stayed in character. Well, I know I stayed in my room. I did not stay in my room. <laughs> I'm a wanderer. That's why they eventually put me out into the line. They figured yeah. out I don't stay in my room. Yeah, it was a free spirit. <laughs> I'm a but free spirit. you were spirit. also 10 years in. I was only... Yeah, you know, I just... About, I, 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 I can cover. Years. I can cover two or three rooms in the haunted house and... 
you know, and be fine and have dialogue for each of those rooms. And for me, I've always found dialogue the best haunted house acting dialogue, or just I think acting dialogue you're gonna find is you can write down stuff, but the best stuff is just gonna come from the top of your head, ad libbed in the moment. You know, I'll go into the haunt and I'll I'll have a couple of my go to lines that I like to use. You know, like. You know, spine draggers, come on. Come on over here, mouth breathers. You know, or whatever. You know, you have a couple of your go-to, you know, whatever. And sometimes that'll be enough to And that's just enough something. to spark it. And then you see a reaction and you, you, you comment on something they do or they say something to you. And I'm really good at Even it. sometimes mistakes oh. will cause something. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So they had me running chainsaw on part of the haunt called the meat market. And I was low on gas one night, and a group of dudes come through. <coughs> and dudes, if it's a bunch of, like, high school dudes, well, college dudes, usually they're going to talk shit. Right. They're going to talk shit. And I was low on gas, and I ripped it saw, and it didn't start right away. And somebody said something, and I was like, oh, yeah, it sounded a little something like this. I ripped it again, and thank God it, it went. It went, yeah, and they took off. They just like scattered. I call that a starburst. Yeah, it was definitely when they a starburst. Like that when they're all bunched in a group walking yeah, it was down really the hall cool because they fire all, they do this. It's called a starburst. Some one of the, one, the dude at the front of the pack said something, <laughs> and all the other guys were like, "Ooh!" And then I was like, "Oh yeah, it sounded a little something like this." And I ripped it, and they all just fucking just yeah. crushed his confidence with one rip of the saw. Yeah, that's a yeah. See, and the, the best stuff you can't plan for. In my opinion, the best scares, the best, the best customer experiences, the best, my best memories in haunts, none of them were planned. I was never like, okay, I'm going to do this, and then this is going to happen, and then that's going to be great. Sure, I've always planned stuff like that, but the ones that I reflect on now, none of them were planned. No. Nope. None of them nope. were planned to go down like that. They just happened, spur of the moment. And that's what I love about acting, man. It's just, especially improv acting, it's just... You know what I thought it's of It's just the, all uh, raw passion, man. Yeah. Just, and Did I love you, it. I love it. So, what what I started to think of the, the meat market as, because I was in there for at least a year. Okay, you were in solid. there for several years, I think, weren't you? Well, at least one. At least one, I do know that. Yes. Um, it's the power of pine salt, baby. <laughs> you would get people, so it's just a maze. And you're in there long enough. You're in there for like uh, two weekends. You know the maze by the back, of your, like the back of your hand, because you're in there for seven hours. <laughs> but the customers are coming through. They might be in there for two minutes, and so many times they get lost and they go the right way. They go left instead of right, or right instead of yep, left. Yep. And they go around again. Yep. And it reminded me of playing. Uh, Nazi zombies when you get the zombie yeah. train going. And that's a great thing about our haunted house and the, the parts that we are. Is it seasonal or year long? Um, it's both actually. There's positions in the company for both seasonal and year round. Um, I actually used to work year round. Uh, I did it for three years year round. They, I did nothing but haunted houses for three years straight of my life and I'm very blessed to have done it and I love it and it's something I, I love doing. So I did it full time for three years. But then uh, now I do it seasonally, and Dan, I think you've always done it seasonally. But and I think most yeah. people do do it seasonally. Yeah. But there are some of us lucky people that were able to do it full time, and people that still do it full time today. But so when we were doing it, I mean, our crew that ran the whole thing. Has anyone ever got hurt? Uh, not seriously. Um, no, um, I'm a certified nurse's aide, and I always run the first aid when we're there. But and I've never had got... any real serious. I've had to call the ambulance twice, 
and the most, and they were for, they were both for head injuries, people running and smacking their head into something, and then if there's blood, yeah. and the only reason um, I've called the ambulance both of those times was because they passed out, and then just in medicine, you know, if people lose consciousness after a head injury, you should go to the hospital. But that so. being said, our tagline for our haunt, so it's called uh, City of the Dead, our tagline was, we're known as the most intense haunt in Denver. Yeah, we are so, known as... And we have signage out front that, you know, if you're a pregnant little lady... Little plug for City of the Dead, guys. We you love you. Go. If you got a heart condition, you shouldn't go. Well, we can't tell you to not buy tickets. If you buy tickets, it's right. of your own right. choice. But we've been doing haunted houses for a long time, and we love it. And uh, me, well, so, just us personally, I mean, we've scared hundreds of thousands of people. Collectively, we've scared millions. No doubt about it. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt, collectively, over yeah. the years, we've scared mil- hundreds of millions of people, probably. Well, at least Oh, millions. collectively, over the years? Millions, I've been doing this for 13 years. At least millions, hundreds of millions of people. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. At least here in Colorado, we've been terrorizing Colorado for years. Well, the last couple of years, our numbers <coughs> for the season were in the 20,000. Yeah, they've, they've always been really good, so... Um, so it takes a lot. You gotta, even with a big haunt, you, you gotta, you gotta... You gotta work. You gotta work at it to run twenty thousand people through a big ass haunt in thirty days. Yeah, and it's not as easy as you would think. Some people think about, oh, it's just a haunt, and you know, you know. And there's but a lot, it's all oh, that'll stuff be easy. That the but I, I will see. say, as the former actor manager of a haunted house, that that you know, you get a lot of that excitement, and you get, a, oh yeah, I can do that, and that'll be fun, and that'll be easy, and it'll be extra money, and whatever. And then you find you get people that do it for two weeks, and then they find out that it's actually hard work, and then and you're they in quit. There for seven hours. You're in there for seven hours, and it's group after group after group after group, and you don't even got time to pee, and it's hot, and you're stuck in this mask, and you've got stuff and, and sweaty and shit, makeup all over your face, and, and your costume. Shit to you got you. drunk guys coming through, and they're swinging at you. You got drunk girls hitting you. You got people throwing up. You got people falling all over. You got dudes yeah. trying to fight you. Meanwhile, you still got to be professional. Yet you got to be scary and do your job. Yeah. And entertain. You have to be entertaining. So it's not all like it's not all it's not all, all bliss and, and out there, baby. It's it's brutal. It's and uh, we haunters as as just individuals, uh, we we like, know it's, it's a, a lifestyle. Just we're a group of. I'll we're, put it to you this we're way: we're our own people. You don't have to be crazy to do it, but it sure fucking helps. Yeah, and if you're not crazy, we will train you on the job. Yeah. So, come on down. Yeah, if you guys are ever interested in working in a haunted house seasonally, I highly recommend it. It's something I've done my whole you life. You gotta be 18. I love though. it. Well, at, at, at the one we do, but I mean... I, at other know, ones. Any other haunts, I would recommend choice. it. You got a large choice. There's a lot Where? to pick We from. are here in Denver, Colorado, and the one that we always frequent is City of the Dead Did here in Denver. Did you get into... Oh, fight? Did you get into a fight? I've never... Uh, I've been into one fist fight, actually. I uh, I never swung back. You're never allowed to swing back on a customer, ever. Um, you're allowed to just, you know... But you gotta get guy, away. But, even uh, though he didn't swing back, he was a bad motherfucker. Because well, punched him like four or five times this, in the chest. This is what happened. So, the guy was walking into what we call the smoker. And it's just basically a... It's basically a box I can lock you in. Two chainsaw guys can lock you in a box. It's basic. Was basically it's pitch black. It was basically the plan back there. You can't see it. Pitch black box. You can't and see we your hand in front of your face. It. And we're pumping fog into this black box. 
And meanwhile, there's a chainsaw guy hiding in there, and there's another chainsaw guy that chased you in there. He comes around and he's holding the door. Now you're stuck in there with the chainsaw guy. But you don't usually you don't know. And you don't know that because you can't even see it in front of your face. And so these guys walk in, they were running from the other chainsaw guy, they come into the box with me, they can't see me, I'm hiding in the corner. I fight no, this is City of the Dead here in Denver, Colorado. Go check it out. Yep. Thirteenth. Yeah, well hey, we're all same family now, thirteenth floor in City of the Dead. They're all owned by the same company. 13th yep. floor, City of the Dead Asylum. They're all all owned by 13th floor production. So it's all, they're all wonderful. But uh, basically they came running into this box and uh, <laughs> I fired on the guy and the guy got so scared his only, and he had nowhere to run because he was locked in there. He had nowhere to run. So it was fight or flight. He couldn't flight. So he decided to fight. He grabbed me and just punched me in the chest like four times. And I just just fell down to the ground, and he knocked the wind out of me. My chainsaw is just laying on the ground, and and the guy's freaking out. The door opens, and the other chainsaw guy sees me laying there, and the guy looks at me, and he's freaking out, man. And I get up and I tell the guy, "Sir, are you scared? Because you should be, because you hit like a little bitch." And you when run. I said that, I told the guy, "You better run." And when I said that. The, this guy's face went from rage, like, gonna fight, and he went, <laughs> and just took off, because I got up off the floor and told him, you hit like a bitch. Well, he didn't, he didn't, he clearly didn't hit like a bitch, he put me on the floor, he hit like a full-blown man. Yeah, but... But, but I, my adrenaline, adrenaline was so high yeah. that I, I didn't feel it, in the moment, I didn't feel it. So I chased him into the next room, and my best friend at the time was in the other room. And he came out from behind the curtain and blocked his path. <laughs> and, so, and so now I'm on his ass with the chainsaw. And now this guy with needles sticking out of his face is blocking the path. The guy just decided to lay on the floor in the fetal position and give up. And really? It, yeah. He, Jesse Big blocked dude. him. And he just we got him on the ground in the fetal position. And wow. I just we, we let him up and he left. And I went back. And we had a great rest of the night. The next day, that guy did not hit like a bitch. I actually got I actually got a chest cold that season, and uh, it hurt every time I coughed for the uh, for about a month after that. I think he gave me a chest contusion. He seriously jacked me up. <laughs> How much do they pay? Uh, it's not much. Like like we say, if you want to work in a haunted house, you're not going to get rich. It's not I mean, about the you, money. Why would you make? It's like, all about the passion. I made I made like maybe fifteen hundred for the season. Yeah, it's not much. A couple guys. Of grand. Working it's in a haunted house is all about the it's passion. It's not a lot. You, you got to have a day job and then you go there for you got to do fun. it because you love it. Haunted houses is a work of passion. But I mean, God, I've been doing haunted houses for. What's your favorite part about haunted houses? Would you say it's acting or like building? Because we've done both. We built them. It's the acting. And we've acted for me. in them. Yeah, and that's what I mean, it is for me is too. All right, it's fun, but honestly, it's the acting. They want to know, Dan. The, the people watching want to know. The people watching on video want to know why the guy in the blue shirt, which is you, is so mad. Mad? Yeah, they just. That's a comment. Why is the mad. guy in the blue shirt mad. so mad? I'm not mad. See? He's not mad. Problem solved. Yeah. What is the work schedule like? Work schedule for haunted houses, you know, it's always night. We always required our actors to show up at 4 o'clock so they can get into makeup. And then, you know, most haunted houses run till 12 or 1 o'clock here in, 1 o'clock in the morning here in Denver. Uh -huh. So from, from 4 to 1 a.m. Blue yep. shirt looks like he picks flowers and then stomps on them. <laughs> no. Wow. Why don't the do people we, I don't are do not liking your mood tonight. 
I'm tired. So I'm guessing the people on our audio only on the podcast, I'm guessing they're going to be a little le- a little more welcoming to you a because more they're, they're not going to see the sour look that you have on your face today. Oh. Well, I'm very sorry. I'm not angry. He's I not swear angry. to God. Who I'm just tired. Thought? What are you so, so tired was... from? Yesterday. He's tired from yesterday. You're in... Enough said. Right? Oh, yeah. If you <laughs> didn't see our uh, scope from yesterday... Go check that out because uh, that we you we should got... be more tired than me. <laughs> and I'm not. I feel great today. So uh, favorite scary movie. My favorite scary movie, without a doubt, is gonna be all of the Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Freddy Krueger, and my favorite Freddy Krueger line is "Welcome to prime time, bitch." What's your favorite scary movie? I've got two. Can I have two? You can have two. I would have to say mine is Halloween. Michael Myers cannot I like go the wrong. original. Michael Myers and, I like and the Jamie remake Curtis. that Rob Zombie did. Rob Zombie did it justice. I just want to say that Rob Zombie. I don't did think it Rob Zombie beat the original. I don't think he beat John Carpenter's. No, but, but I, he uh, did I think it justice. he did very well. He, he did a good job. Yeah. What um, is your favorite scary movie? My favorite monster movie is. Sorry to interrupt. My favorite yeah. monster movie is. Uh, Great, now I can't think of the name. It's uh, Favorite monster movie. My favorite monster to, movie uh, Midian. is... Uh, Midian. Not, if that's not the name of it, but they go to this... They go to where the monsters live, and it's called Midian. Uh, Nightbreed. Nightbreed. I Nightbreed. don't even know if I've ever seen that. I don't even know if I know what that is. You haven't seen Nightbreed? I don't think so. Maybe the, I should be ashamed the, of myself. The makeup in Nightbreed... Is, I will have to watch Nightbreed. Is on another level. The Shining. Oh yeah, The Shining. The is Shining a classic. is up there. The Shining yes, is the up Shining there. The Shining is one of my favorites. My favorite horror movie of all time is actually probably um, just movie itself, not based on a character. Is going to be The Exorcist. Um, but because uh, I love the special effects and all the acting in The Exorcist. But um, The Exorcist, another good one. I think that's a great movie. You like the original? I think that's the only Exorcist that that there that there is worth watching. I've seen the other ones and I don't like them. Um, I saw that as uh, a young. Although I will say teenager. the movie, I will. And <laughs> when it originally came out, and you saw it as a young teenager. Goddamn! I will say, have you ever seen that movie, The Right? Have you been to the Stanley... Oh, yeah. We actually... We're yes. living here. I live yeah. in... I was born and raised here in Colorado. That's up in Estes Park. And uh, I actually... My best friend, actually, um, at the time in high school, um, he actually, for his birthday, his mother uh, rented him a room um, at the Stanley Hotel for him oh. and a few of his buddies. We all just crammed in that room. It was... And she asked for one of the rooms that was haunted. And so we got, I don't remember the room, but we got one of these rooms. It was one of the minor haunted rooms, you know, not one of the most famous, but it was a room said to have had activity. And we stayed in that room, and, uh, you know, we kind of did some things in the room, and we all took our cameras and cell phones and flashlights, and we were able to walk this part of the hotel that we were in at night. And, uh, you know, we kind of looked in the room, and not much happened. Well, then we had kind of went out, down, and around, and we had did some things, I didn't know that. And you never told me you stayed at the stand. Oh, yeah, I did. And then we had kind of went around and we had did some things. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was expensive. And we kind of went around and we had seen some things on our cameras and things. And we were just kind of messing around in the hallways. I, myself, I had went back to the room for something. I don't know, I don't know why. I think, oh, I was going to try and get some sleep. I had went back to the room and I was laying in the bed. And I laid down next to the bed. 
and I was laying in the, and I wasn't the I wasn't the only one in the room. I was laying in the bed, and uh, my friend's mom she was sleeping in in the other bed. So you know I wasn't the only one in the room. And there was like two other girls sleeping. All the girls were sleeping. The older girls, they were all sleeping, and so I went back to the room and I was sleeping in the bed, and I I started to fall asleep, and then I, all of a sudden I just got really uneasy. I just got super like kind of like scared. I just this overwhelming fear came over me. And there's like all kinds of people. You're not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not. Al- the room's dark, yeah. but and just just this That's overwhelming different. fear just came over. It's like it's like if me and you were sitting here, and I'm fine. And all of a sudden, I just started having this panic attack out of nowhere. And I, and you know, I grew up religious, and but I'm not really super religious anymore. But boy, in that moment, did my religion come back? I opened that I opened that drawer and grabbed that Bible and hugged it and ran out of that room. And the next day, we went on the haunted tour, and and the guy asked. You know, are you guys staying in a haunted room? And I told him, yeah, you know, we're staying in a haunted room. And he said, do you guys experience anything? We told him all the other little things that we had saw and stuff. And mm-hmm. I had told him about my experience in that room. And he said, you know, it's funny. Because we said, we didn't experience anything in that room. And I said, well, the only thing that happened to me was I got like a panic attack. And he said, you know why? He said, the story of that room is that it was a gambler's room. And they gambled at the table there that's in your room. And it's a little round table. And the guy... He, he was a cheater. He cheated at gambling, and he got busted for cheating and gambling, and they murdered him in that room. Whoa. And he said, so maybe that fear and that anxiety that you felt was him in his last moments when he was caught, yeah. and he was about to die. Maybe you felt his yep. fear and his anxiety. So yep. do I believe in ghosts and things like that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Do you believe in ghosts, Dan? Thanks for the hearts. Oh! Dan is getting a call from Carla. Put her on speakerphone. Yo. Wow. All right. It's going great. Carla, you're live on the podcast. How's it going? What? Huh? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing just a quick podcast, and then uh, we're not going to be super late tonight. Yeah. We both have shit to do in the morning. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nope. Alright. Okay. Alright, bye. Sorry about that, folks. Wow. That was the most awkward 30 seconds of my life. Really? And you cut off all That's... of our one fan on Periscope, well, no, so my they're wife, gonna be my, pissed. My wife did. So thanks, Carla. We love you. And uh, if you were watching us on Periscope, give us a call back. You should have just put Carla on speakerphone and we could have interviewed Carla for a little bit. She's at work. So? She obviously had a minute to talk. I'm sure she would have been down. Hello! Welcome back, Periscope! Sorry you got cut off there, guys, if you were watching us on the Periscope. Uh, Dan's wife called. And you know, happy wife, happy life. So, you always got to make the little lady happy. Not only that, she's not really the little lady in your life, is she, Dan? She's more like the warden. No, she's the little lady. Really? Does that I'm make over your here. Wife? I'm over here, aren't I? Yeah, I guess that's true. How many trips do you go in a year? Well, wow, God, you got <laughs> so hostile there. I don't go on very many trips because I don't have a wife to buy me trips. I've got a shirt. So, <laughs> but if uh, if Dan, you're kind of my hero. Because if I, if I had a wife that just bought me trips and I didn't really have no, to... Hardly. 
and trips and a Harley, and I didn't have to do much other than you know. Well, it's not by happy. It's not by choice. I know it's not by choice, but I think that and is. And a lot of people I know they're gonna hear that. Oh yeah, fucking sure, whatever. Yeah, I, I I'm your friend. But, I know that's really not by choice, but, but I'm uh, just saying. I think if. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of an American dream you're living there. So welcome to America. You know, you you, you know, you got a sugar mama. She's kind of providing for you. I know, but I, I'd like <coughs> it, like, honestly, I'd like it if it was the other way around. Oh, I know you would, but that, I think that's also an old school way of thinking, actually. You know. Well, not in that respect. I just don't want her to have to. We're inviting her guests, ass. guys. Come and join us on the Periscope if you're there. How's it going? I'm gonna do another dab. This is going pretty well. What yeah. do you think? I think it's going we're really well. We're actually new to the podcast scene, and we're, yeah. we're trying to take it seriously. We're trying to take it by the horns. We want to come trying to you guys do. live, tell yep. you what's in our minds, because we're always sitting here, you know, reminiscing, talking about stuff, and we thought, why not bring other people in on the conversation? Why not bring other people in? Why you not bring what? other people in? They say... What up, boys? What up? Officer Rodney, Rodney Farva is back, Dude. guys. What is Everybody, up? we have what is a up? guest on Periscope. Welcome back, Officer Rodney Farva. He's been Officer hanging out with Rodney us a couple Farva. nights here, and yes. we love him. So in honor of you coming back, Rodney Farva, I'm going to do another bong rip just for you, Farva. This one's for you, Farva. Just for you. So, Farva, what's going on tonight? We are talking about haunted places here in Colorado. Uh, we're here in Colorado. I live in Colorado. We were talking about the Stanley. Do you believe in ghosts? Have you ever had a ghost experience? Dab if you're gonna... Oh, dab it to your dome piece. Oh, dab it to your dome piece. I'm gonna... Come into my dome piece. Do you believe in ghosts, Farva? Anyone listening, do you guys believe in ghosts? Is we there a haunted place in America you've always wanted to go to? Have you been somewhere haunted? What about you, Dan? Have you ever been anywhere haunted? Is there haunted uh, places? No, this is a real... Have you ever been in... Is there haunted places in Canada? Like real yeah. famous ones? And have you been to them? Not that I know, but I'm sure there is. Okay. Like, I mean, there's a lot of... Anyone out there There is a lot of, like, know? abandoned mining towns. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Farva's been to Gettysburg. Wow. In the interior nice. of British Columbia. Okay. A lot really of great. abandoned mining towns. Okay. Uh-huh. So... You know? Did you ever did you ever go to those mining towns and into the mines? Uh, no, it was more uh, we'd go to uh, abandoned like. Uh, Farva, I'm heating fish, up the nail just for like, you, buddy. Uh, fish uh, plants. My old man was a fisherman, uh -huh. so you'd see these uh, ruins of the fish plant. You know, right? And then, and as you went down the inlet farther, and you'd look on the on the land. Uh -huh. Then you would see the fish plant, and farther down you'd see little huts where people were living. So it was a haunted fish plant? Well, it could have been. I mean, it looked creepy enough. But you don't actually know if it was? No, but everything, like, you know, everything that was there to make a fish plant go was still there. It was just abandoned. I uh, don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in God. You know, that's always kind of been a call in, man. I'd love to hear from you because that's actually kind of a funny perspective. I always think that maybe if you believe in ghosts, I've always thought maybe you had to think there was somewhere for them to go, like a heaven or hell type situation. But, you know, well, I and actually, I always you know, thought that was a weird thing. I don't believe in God, but I do believe in ghosts. So I'm actually and quite was, the opposite to of To me, you. that was a weird thing for me. I was like, why is there that separation yeah. between uh, things that are haunted and your faith? Right. 
you know? Well, you know, that's the thing, too, is that, you know, I grew up in the church, you know, my grandma took me to church every Sunday and everything Not like that. Not saying that I'm... Uh, but, uh, you know, I also grew up, like we were saying earlier in, in the podcast, that, you know, I'd been doing haunted houses my whole life, and the Christian folks don't like Halloween. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm not a practicing Christian anyways. Because I just, uh, I don't know. <coughs> growing up, I always see... That one's for you, Farva. Thanks for joining us. Guys, call in. Conversation's going great tonight. We want to hear from you. Do you believe in haunted places? And have you been to any? We want to hear your ghost stories. Mm. We do haunted houses for a living. And we want to hear your real life. Whether have you been to a haunted house? You got a favorite haunted house you've been to? Do you have an actor that just scared the hell out of you? I'll tell you, actually, yeah. the very first haunted house that I ever went to, my grandmother took me. And actually, that year, it was before I even worked in haunted houses. And? and How old were you? Oh, I was like 11 or 12. <coughs> and uh, <coughs> that year, all my cousins... And my mother and everyone had went to a haunted house. We all went to go out to eat at the Golden Corral one night. It's a big uh, all-you-can-eat buffet here. I'm sure it's everywhere. Everyone's probably like, we know, stupid. But we went out to eat at this all-you-can-eat buffet. And, uh, you know, we were there with the grandparents and everyone. I, I never saw a ghost, but I saw a UFO. Oh, I got a UFO story, too, and I'll tell you that next. But uh, we were all there at this buffet, and we were eating it. And then we're all going to... The whole family's going to go out to this haunted house after, right? Well... But except for Grandma and Grandpa. Grandma and Grandpa and, and the kids are going to go back home. I didn't know I was one of the kids at the time. How old were you? I was like, like I said, 11 or 12. Okay. So, so I am like one of, yeah, I, I'm not super young, but you know, I was to one of the, and they didn't think I could handle it at the time. God, great. No, my guys, I hope you guys find him. Stay safe, y'all. Stay find safe. Find who? Find who? I don't, we didn't lose anyone. Nope. <coughs> but, uh... <coughs> Excuse me, that dab, oh. <coughs> that dab is coming back with a vengeance. Wow. But anyway, I, I came back from the bathroom and basically everyone was gone and they were going to this haunted house. So like, we don't think you can handle it. My grandma ended up feeling bad for me. Took me and my little brother to this haunted house, right? Uh-huh. Boy, they were right. No, I probably could not have handled it. Because <laughs> they, they took us to this haunted house and little brother got scared in line. Him and aunt went back to the car. Me and grandma, Isaiah. we got it. Yeah, Isaiah got scared in line. The chainsaw guy scared him in line, and he had to go back to the car with my aunt. Really? So he Isaiah couldn't make it past the ticket booth. I, however, <laughs> was so brave, I made it to the front door. And then I, as soon as I made it to the front door, I got scared, and I wanted to leave. Did you go through? Well, my grandma asked the lady, he's now scared. Is there a way I can get a refund? And she said, there's no refunds. Did you go through? Because we all know in haunted houses, no refunds. My grandma said, you're going through. I paid. You're going through. <laughs> Yeah. So, and we were there at the door. <laughs> so I remember they opened this. It was Murray's. And actually, Rich worked at Murray's at the time. Oh, I know nice. this from my investigative research in the business. They banged on this big metal door. Bang! 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 Had a picture of a pig drew on it. They slid open this big metal door. We walked in and there's meat bags hanging everywhere. And then we walk in, and this guy's got this girl laying on this gurney, and there's a strobe light going on this girl. This girl wakes up, and she starts yelling, Help me! Help me! He's gonna get you! Get out of here! And this guy comes out, and he tells her, Shut up! And he slams her down into the gurney, and he starts sawing into her skull with a bone saw. Blah! 
And I freak out, and the guy looks at me, and he says, you're next. And I'm like, no, no. And then the guy. Is that rich? No, no, no. And then the guy tells me, grandpa's going to get you. And I tell him, not my grandpa. My grandpa loves me. My grandpa would never hurt me. And I ran down the hall. I was scared, and I was crying. And then basically, we get down to the end, and then I, <laughs> I've i got my face buried in my grandma's back. My grandma's walking with a cane through this haunted house. I'm crying into <laughs> her back. And the lady's leading us through, making sure my grandma doesn't fall. And, uh, yeah, dude, it was intense. It was, it, yeah, it was intense. It spurred me into haunted houses as I got older. It scared them into haunted houses. Well, I'm sorry your grandma did that to you. My grandma was nice, and she took me to haunted houses, and I miss her. But, um, we, uh, we got to the end, and I hear the lady tell my grandmother that, uh, this is the end. They're just gonna attack. It's best if he just runs. And I look up and I'm like, I'm not leaving you guys and running. No, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So I I finished the haunted house crying in my grandma's back the whole time. And my grandma laughed through the whole thing. And then uh, the following year, my best friend, he worked in a haunted house. He took me and they actually sent me my very first night into the haunted house to clear it by myself. Uh I had to walk the haunted house by myself. No one was in it. But when I got to the Texas Chainsaw House, a gentleman named Andrew came and he was running chainsaw in that haunted house. He kicked open the door and started swinging it at me. Wah! And he scared the hell out of me. And I was like, hey, there's a meeting, dude. Don't. And uh, that, that was my introduction into haunted houses. And then once I, I, I obviously had already known what it was like to be scared. And, and I, at the time, I didn't like it. But when they dressed me up and I was able to scare people. And it turned and I felt what it was like to then scare instead of be scared. I loved it. And I've been doing it for 13 years ever since. So, Sherry... Welcome, Sherry. Have you guys ever been to (coughs) haunted houses? (coughs) Sorry. Have you guys ever been to haunted houses? And if you have, we want to hear about them. Um, (coughs) Yeah. What would you say your favorite character to play in a haunted house is? Like, what? You've played a lot of things in haunts. What would you say your favorite? My favorite. Your favorite thing in a haunt to be is. My favorite character. Yeah. You look like Sam Uh, Roberts. Who's Sam Roberts? I don't know. My favorite character, though. Uh, but thank you. I have to say, it was my <coughs> the original the original character. Who is Sam Deacon Roberts? Tam. And, Sam Roberts and Biff. I don't know. Are you talking uh, smack? Because if you are, it's going right over our heads, buddy. Yeah. So anyway. um, no, uh, Deacon Tam. Deacon Tam. Nice. And then the funnest character I ever did was uh, was the chainsaw guy in the meat market. In the meat market, yeah, the running fun. chainsaws, running chainsaws in haunted houses is loud. You wear it's intense. I love it. But I love it because we take well, we take the mufflers off ours. We take Not the mufflers off the chainsaw. That. A lot of a lot of haunts legally can't do that, but uh, yeah, man, I I just I absolutely love haunts, and I've been I've been acting in them for a long time, Excuse and I, I think me. improv acting all just comes off the top of your head. I oh, really shit. think that's. I think that's the most important thing when you're when you're acting in a haunt is just to clear. Your, I always tell people they say, "What do I do?" I say, "Just clear your mind just and, and really just podcast. let it come nope. to you." This is like day five. Yeah, like day five. <laughs> so Ish. not the first day, but close. You know, it's not many days after. But it is our day. first day for going to be for our YouTube channel and for our anchor. Yep. Channels. So it is our first day on both of those. Yep. Podcast going yep. right now as well. We got, so. like, YouTube, but not we got on the Anchor, Periscope. We've been we doing Periscope, Periscope for a while. 
We're going on three different things right now. Yeah, we got three devices going. Get foggy in there. You got it. Customer is always right. But you see, subscribe, okay. like us, I don't know if I told follow you. us, because we love you. And this is for you guys. It's gonna get foggy. So, so we didn't have haunted houses on Vancouver Island, but what we did have. Dan, will you load me a dab this, of uh, shatter? I you might sure have to take it out and break it and stick it on there. Here we go. It's gonna get foggy. But anyway. Uh, we had this thing Speak on Vancouver Island. Uh -huh. It was uh, called the Sleepy Hollow. It was a mile of uh, wooded road. There's like big trees on either side. And the whole community would get involved. Oh, come on. Bigger than that, Dan. I Dan's trying to load me up with this tiny little baby. Sorry, I forgot. Dab. He, I am a dab. 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 He's a committed stoner. Machine. So come on, guys. If you're uh, listening with us right now, whether live or you're listening to this later on, hit up your dab rig. Get down on the action. Oh, what? Oh, you dropped a bunch of it out, but don't forget. It's on your leg. No, I put that there. <laughs> oh, okay. I Here we go. Here we go. This is for you guys. You guys said make it foggy. So I could get. I'm going to make it foggy, guys. Here we go. This is for you guys. Oh, should I drop some? Oh. Yeah, it wasn't on that road yet. Really, Dan? What? Okay. We got to redo it. Dan clearly doesn't know how to load it. That was my fault, letting an amateur do that. Give me that. Hey. Give, me, give me that. Give me that. I'll do it, my friend. Thank you. Talk to the nice people. Uh-huh. Well, you got, like, shatter and... Yeah, I know. Wax and shatter. Well, it's actually both shatter, but one's a poorly made shatter. Anyways, where I'm from, they had the sleep, Sleepy Hollow, which was a mile of wooded road, and everybody would come out, and they'd put, like, uh, scarecrows. They would put all kinds of, like, Halloweeny shit along the road. Halloweeny? Holla mother. I used to date a uh, girl that would say she would call it holla motherfucking weenie. And uh, it was really cool because the whole goddamn community got in. And every year it was like this big thing. You'd have this parade of cars. Hundreds of cars would go down the stretch of road and check out all the uh, memorabilia. Check out uh -huh. all the, the pumpkins. And people would put up scarecrows and bloody scarecrows. Oh, and, nice. And, like, sometimes they'd put, like, heads on pikes and, and just all kinds of stuff lining the the, the trees. The tree line, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was called Sleepy Hollow. Canada and, really knows how to do Halloween. And then now, years later, this is when I was a kid, the fast forward 20 some odd years later, and they've cut the forest back for so much now for zoning that you can't even do that now. So, it's kind of sad, but whatever. But that was uh, kind of our introduction into Halloween. It wasn't just, uh, you know, trick-or-treating. We'd go and uh, do that. It was kind of a tradition. <coughs> so, but I was always, as a kid, I was wow. always a fan of Halloween <coughs> and scary stuff. Excuse me. Scary movies. <coughs> so yeah, and then working at wow. the working, powerful dab. Working at the haunt, burning your burning your throat. Oh man, it just my throat is on fire right now from that dab. It's amazing. I love it. Starting to sweat. Taste is great. Love it. 
Okay. <coughs> he likes it. He likes pain. <coughs> Ladies. Wow. But uh, <coughs> working at the Han was uh, really enjoyable because you would like, especially when you're busy. I've got to go get me busy, some water after that dab. Uh, I'll be right busy back. Busy almost feeds your adrenaline. The strain is uh, right here. Northern Huckleberry Shatter. 87.49%. So, yeah. It would get really busy. We'd have things called conga lines. And in the haunted house, and in our haunted house, what a conga line meant was you would have 30, 20, 30 people in a group. They would just, it would be so busy that groups would end up glommed up together. So you'd have like 30 people in a row that you would have to scare. In a big group. So that was kind of. I don't know. You're kind of indifferent about that. But in two years. I worked five years in the haunted house industry. In two years at City of the Dead. I ended up uh, getting a, uh, an actor of the year award. So that was kind of cool. Was there a headless horseman? Uh, there was not a headless horseman. But there were a lot of, like, ugly, gross zombie heads in the <coughs> haunt. So, there is that. Because we were a zombie-themed haunted house. Well, I'm going to do my best to keep the coughing to a minimum, so I'm not... So, that was another good thing. Uh, but that you, dab was intense. Wow. Uh, a zombie-themed <coughs> haunted house. I mean, if you know of any other zombie-themed haunted houses around the country... Let well, us there's know. two City of the Dead. Did you know that? Let day? us know. Damn. What? Did you know that there's two City of the Dead haunted houses? I think I remember hearing something about that. I think I remember. Me and John it. met the other, <coughs> um, the others, when we went to Transworld uh, mm -hmm. trade show. <coughs> <coughs> and they're very nice. We love them. They were good friends of ours. Yeah. <coughs> oh my God. We got a caller calling in. So. Is your volume all the way up? I think so. Should be. <coughs> Hello! <coughs> wow, I love I love it. That's a good scream. You should go audition. You should work in a haunted house. Oh my god, that dead killed me. What's your name? Hello. Hello. Was that you just screaming? <coughs> Yeah, yeah. You need, back. you need to go audition. You need to go down to City of the Dead and and audition because they uh, they like uh, they like screamers at the haunted house in a in a in a professional manner. Uh, have you ever worked in a haunted house before? No. No. Have you ever thought about it? No? I don't know. I get kind of scared easily. You scare easily? It's different yeah, when you're I on the other side. Trust me. It's way more fun. When you're, on the, when you're on the other side, it's way more fun. And for the most part, as long as you follow the main guidelines of the rules, like our guidelines, and you're not allowed to touch customers, they're not allowed to touch you, 
Uh, you got to stay in character. As long as you follow the main rules, you kind of have carte blanche to, to scare them any way you want. Oh my god, that but, was uh, uh, there's intense. No, uh, the only thing they say is no cussing. You can't say fuck, shit, piss, <coughs> fuck you. You can't, you can't use cuss words. I almost but, died. So you got to get kind of creative with your scaring if you're into, you know, if you're like doing dialogue with your scares. That dab almost killed me, Dan. Dan, I might not make it. almost killed him. <coughs> Hello, He's guest. What's your name? Cool. Yeah, what is your name? Queen Nessa. Queen Nessa. Hello, Queen. I'll hail the Queen. Long Hello. live the Queen. What's your name? Long live the Queen. He's high. <coughs> He's definitely high. He's not low. <coughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm having a... It's going to pass here any minute. Which, I'm just um, sweating here profusely. Speaking of, oh like, uh, being high and talking about haunted houses, now, our management team could not... Uh, okay. Oh, I guess she's Goodbye, gone. Queen right. Nessa. It was nice talking to you. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for <coughs> coming. <coughs> <coughs> wow. Sorry about all the coughing. I should never do uh, that big of a dab again when we're live. But I well, probably will. But so. you have a... <laughs> I've got a fairly uh, high... I don't know. You, high, uh... I mean, I'm fine now. It was just, uh, you know, it gets intense there. I you know. know. You, do a, you do a big dab like that, you... <coughs> I know, but you're, like, but, but you're like, you know, we want to see your eyes pop out of your head when you do a dab. Okay. <laughs> yes, guys. How you doing? We're doing good. How are you doing? Brain rush, yeah. Talk about brain a brain rush, yeah. Yeah, Dan. The whoosh. Dan, do you remember the first time you ever got high on marijuana? I do remember the first time. Please tell me about it, because I don't think I've ever heard this story. Oh, the first, like, like really, the like very first time like, you like, ever got high. Like high, 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 like, high. Like, like I mean, really high. Like wheelchair. Not like you smoked dirt weed okay, out of so an apple bong. I don't know if you have this saying. Yo, here. Brian. <coughs> but in. In Canada, <coughs> Yo, guys. you get really fucked up on some weed. Hold on, Dan. Hold on, buddy. I don't mean to cut you off, but we're connecting a caller right now. Brian, right. we've had him before. What's up? He's coming in two. One. Oh. Is this Brian from... Brian, you called the other day, buddy. How you doing? It's good to see you again, my friend. What's up? How you doing? How you doing? Okay, okay, Brian, Maybe I think he was connection. having some problems with his connection there because yeah. he called us again the other night and he's got a great point of view on life and I love hearing from the guy. So, yeah. Brian, give us a call back, buddy. would love to hear from Most you. Most definitely. Get that figured out with your phone. But, uh, but anyway, as you were saying, my Canadian friend. Yeah, so we have this saying, or me and my buddy Joey Berry had this saying. Hey, how goes uh, that, guys? Wheelchair weed. Now, if you don't know what wheelchair weed is, maybe you do, maybe... Uh, but basically, you, you're wheelchair bait. You're fucked up. You can't move anywhere. You're stuck in a chair for the next six hours. Wow. Uh, and that's what happened to me. We fucking, uh, Joey Berry, a uh, friend of mine from back in the day, rode like a blunt. You know, back in the day when you had to put the zigzag papers together and make a big paper instead of a regular size paper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had that all rolled up and ready to go when I got there. And we started smoking that. I think I was like... Five hits in, 
mean, you know I can see you, right? Yeah, but I don't know what those bigger zigzags were. I don't know what those are. Zigzag I'm younger papers. than you. I was born... So you know how you can go and get the paper Much that's in the little life. thing? And yeah, I've the seen paper. the little papers, yeah. It's just like that. But they, you say they sell jumbo ones? No, you had to make them. You had to take, like, four or five papers Oh, and then you start gluing them together. And you lick them and okay. you put them together. Okay, yes. Now I know. Okay, sorry, you had lost me, but I yeah. also have, like, 11 so, dabs to my face. Yeah, so you'd do that, and you'd roll that up. He had that ready to go when I got there, and I was, like, five, six hits in. And all of a sudden, this thing hit me like a fucking tidal wave. And wow. I ended up in the chair in front of fucking Joey Berry's TV for like the next seven hours of my life. Fucking Joey Berry. Yeah. Joey Berry was, uh, he was no joke. He liked to smoke weed, among other things. It sounds like I would have liked him. Sounds like we could have used Joey Berry here on the L&D experience. But Dan, I'll tell you what, buddy. Um... Our anchor's telling us that it is coming up on one hour. Can you believe we've already been... An hour. An yeah. hour into this That's podcast. That's crazy. We're an an already an hour into this quick, podcast. It, it goes, goes by quick, It goes by so quick. fast. So if you're still hanging in there with us, guys, unfortunately, we're going to do one more quick dab, and then we're going to call it quits... For the night on for, a Monday night. For, uh, for right now. Let everybody... That's uh, uh, one hour. But um, this one's going to be for you guys. Gonna hit the nail real quick. Just break me off a chunk and I'm gonna drop it in. We're gonna do it old-fashioned. This one goes to you guys. Happy Monday. We love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us for the whole hour, some of you. We appreciate it. You guys are awesome. This dad's for you guys. This is gonna be awesome. I'm sorry that some rest, unfortunately, so you can get up and you gotta go. Grind out at that job for the you man. Gotta grind it out for the man tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow when you're at that job, I want you guys to remember that you're doing you're this beasts. dab for you. You guys are fucking beasts, and I'm doing this dab for you make tomorrow. Make sure you be the star player. When you're at that job, make sure you're make sure you're grinding it out. Just yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm gonna be at my job tomorrow along with you, and I'm gonna be thinking yep. the same exact fucking thing. This sucks, but you know what? What we gotta do? You gotta pay to play. We'll be back here tomorrow night, and we'll talk about it. This is to you guys. Here we go. There you go. (coughs) Okay. I'm probably gonna die, so I've gotta cut it off. Remember, guys, never lie, steal, or cheat. But if you must lie. Lie in the arms of the one you love. If you must steal, steal away from bad company. And if you must cheat, cheat cheat death. death. We love you, you beautiful guys. Don't let the man get you down. Stay golden. Thanks, everybody. We're cutting it off. There goes our video feeds, Dan. I think we're done on video.